Hi everyone, Grant for the Flame Learning Channel. In parts 5 and 6 of the Image Toolset series, we looked at the 3D AOV capability where you could produce a selective mat for your image based on supplied 3D information. So you could create isolation mats based on the Z-depth of the image or the normals of a 3D object. With the Flame 2020.1 update, we now have the ability to use motion vector data to generate an isolated selection. So you can identify an object's movement and direction and use that as the basis for a 3D selective. You can feed the isolation mat into any selective effect shader and be as creative as you like. However, the use case you're about to perform will show you a creative yet practical use for the Motion 3D AOV. Simply put, you'll add more motion blur into a shot using the 3D Selective workflow. Now, if you're new to 3D selectives, I suggest watching parts 5 and 6 of the Image Toolset series to explain the basics and fundamentals of 3D AOVs. For everyone else, if you'd like to follow along with this video, click the link in the description below or type the link displayed to download the media. Now import the downloaded media and either open it as a sequence or edit it into an existing sequence. Looking at this clip in the player, you will see a shot of a guy taking his bike down a ramp. Now there is a little bit of motion blur, but the shutter may have been set high, so the subject is still quite sharp. Adding a bit more motion blur will enhance the movement further. As a side note, if this was a CGI image, you could be supplied with the Motion Vectors Data Pass. You could use that with the 3D Selective. However, this is a live action shot and at some point you'll have to generate the Motion Vectors Pass in Flame. So you'll use the Image Timeline effects for this example, since there are no other external inputs. If you were provided with a separate Motion Vectors Pass, I would suggest using either the Image or Action node in Batch or Batch Effects. Switch to the Effects environment and if you don't have this layout already, press ALT2 for the 2-up view. Manager on the left with 8 and the Result view on the right with F4. Now expand the Selective in the Manager. By default, the Selective is using the Master Grade Selective Effects shader. This is fine for grading. But to add Motion Blur, delete the Master Grade and add a Selective Effects through the Context menu. At the bottom of the list, choose the Motion Blur Selective Effects. Now this shader's controls won't do anything without a Motion Vectors Data Pass. So if you were supplied with one, you could add it as a Motion Vectors Map via the Media List. But remember I said earlier, that you would need to do that in Batch or Batch Effects with an Image or Action node. In this case, there is no Motion Vectors Map, so you need to generate it and this can be done quickly in the Timeline using the Image Timeline Effects. Go to the Selective Controls and switch to the 3D AOV menu. Change the type to Motion. Now click Create Map. The motion vectors are generated for the shot and you can verify this in the Manager. To view the motion vectors, you can select it in the Manager and over the Result view, press F8 for the Object view. 
scrubbing the sequence, you can see the motion vectors update per frame. With the motion vector analysis, you can cache on scrubbing, or click the cache range button. You would use these to improve performance if required, and I cover these features in great detail in the Motion Warp Tracking videos for Flame. Select the selective for its menus, and press F4 to return to the result view. Now go to frame 25, and turn up the motion blur exposure to 10. So the cyclist has plenty of motion blur, but if you look at the background, the motion blur is affecting other moving people and objects in the shot. You could use keyers and masks in the selective to isolate the cyclist. But since the data has already been generated for motion, you can use that as the 3D selective. So enable Active to turn on the 3D selective. Now just looking at the result view, you can't really tell what the motion 3D selective is actually affecting. So let's use another view to see the selective, as well as monitor the result. Press ALT 3 to switch to a 3UP view. Now set the manager to one view with 8, the result view to the middle viewport with F4. For the final viewport, hover over the third view and press F9 to switch to the selective view. Currently, you should see the selective mat output. This is the mat that is being generated by the motion vectors. Admittedly, this doesn't help in this context when trying to target specific objects for the selective effect shaders. Instead, press F9 over the selective view again, and this will toggle to the selective input. You can now see the image with an overlay of where the motion blur will be applied. Currently, it's affecting the people in the background, and not our cyclist. So this is where the 3D AOV motion controls will be invaluable. In the interface, you will see a widget which allows you to define the direction as well as the speed of the object. So as you move the ball around, the overlay updates, showing you the direction being chosen for the 3D selective. In the case of the bike, it's travelling to the bottom left of the frame. So position the widget to point in that direction. Now the overlay is affecting most of the frame, because you need to define how fast the object needs to be moving in order to be considered by the selective. This is known as the motion minimum, which is quite low at this point. You can increase the slider, or you can pull the widget more away from the center, and that will perform the same operation. Around 0.18 will be fine. Looking at the overlay in the selective view, only objects traveling in this direction above a certain speed are considered in the selective. So using the widget, you can really mold where the selective will be applied based on motion. Looking at the bike in the result view, you can see the motion blur being applied in the desired area. Now you can also set a maximum speed cutoff, as well as increase the gain and falloff of the selective. But another useful slider is the angular threshold. So you've defined a direction for the bike. However, when you scrub to the beginning or end of the clip, the bike moves horizontally and not towards the bottom. So these frames are not considered in the selective as much. So using the angular threshold, you can expand the angle of direction considered for the selective. 
so now the bike should be covered for the whole shot. As a tip, the 3D AOV values can be animated. So if something changes direction quite drastically, you can animate the selective to match. In addition, you can still use keyers, masks and all the tracking tools to segment a subject with motion to isolate it further in the shot. This is something you can try on your own another time. You can now switch back to a 2-up view with ALT 2 and you can scrub through the result view. If the edges seem a little harsh on the motion blur, you can use shrink, dilate and blur the result of the selective and this should fix most of the issues. However, it is worth mentioning that motion vector analysis in general works pretty well with motion heading in a straight direction. You may encounter artifacts with spinning motion such as wheels, as well as when two objects cross over each other from opposing directions. This is simply the nature of the current technology. So in summary, the Motion 3D Selective allows you to isolate a portion of your image using the speed and movement of objects in your shot. This is all determined using motion vectors which can be supplied by CGI or generated through a motion vector analysis. And like all the other selective tools within the Flame products, you can apply any selective effect shaders to these isolation mats and this can certainly give new added dimension in any grading VFX and look development work. Don't forget to check out the other features, workflows and enhancements to the Flame 2020.1 update. Comments, feedback and suggestions are always welcome and appreciated. Please subscribe to the Flame Learning channel for future videos and thanks for watching.